Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast from Studio Breezy. I'm Breezy. That's Bob Juan. This is Mix. That's Matthew. Uh, and we're wearing silly hats because last night was a very silly game. Uh, well, uh, yeah, silly hat game for sure. It was definitely. Matthew, um, give me your quick rundown on how you're feeling now that we've had about 12 hours to digest. Uh, last night's 1-1 draw with um, Foul F- Sorry, uh, Apotheos FC. It's uh, called Fouling FC. I thought, I thought that was Atlanta SC pros. Kind of seemed like the Atlanta Silverbacks a little <laughs> bit. Um, who else? How many iterations of that same team? Who else? We're missing one? Uh, Atlanta FC. Oh, yeah, Atlanta FC. Yeah, the four iterations of the exact same team. <laughs> it's the same, like, the, the, cl- the players change and the, and the coaches kind of remain the same but also change. But, like, the club DNA, their way of playing, the dirty play, the ridiculous fouls, the some good players also, like, yeah. Yeah. All, uh, all carry over to take. Um, you get to go with the bad with with that group. The you cannot kill what will never die or that's, whatever that's, the right that's term true. is. So Matthew, let's take us through our starting lineup. Uh, we are going to blow through this one um, because we are actually recording another podcast right after this. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, so I don't have a show. No- I don't have show notes in front of me. Uh, let's talk to the starting I, I, lineup. I, I can do it from memory. Do it. So you've got Jonathan Burke and goal. Hey, welcome Johnny. Uh, Jung Luso at right back. Anatoly Preparlitsa, uh next to Sebastian Capazucci. Uh, Colin Stripling playing left back. Stop right here. Uh, Aiden Bowers saw him in a boot. How you feeling? Uh, I'd feel better if he wasn't in a boot, but he, he. I saw him afterwards. He said it's precautionary. I think about ten people must have asked him what, like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, including Bill Hammetry. Shout out Bill Hammetry. You're the man who called me from inside the stadium because pregame we were all talking about it because we had heard that he was hurt, um, whether he wasn't playing rather. And then he called me and he's like, Aiden's in a boot, and I was like. <gasps> And then it turned out, um, he's like, he said he's okay. And then I talked to him after the game. You talked to him after the game. And he said, like, this is precautionary. It is actually normal. This happens to me. Um, I have, like, a recurring foot issue. It's it's okay. I I just need to stay off of it. This boot keeps me off of it. And we'll wait for the inflammation to come down and I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, Richard Dixon at the six. Uh, Alex McGrath and Luis Garcia Sosa in midfield. Uh, Mataya Mwape, Jesus Sabaro on the wings. Marcus Nagelset up top. So pretty strong lineup. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I... I, I wasn't I wasn't sure going in how we were gonna handle things if we were gonna like fully rotate play a bunch of kids you know get Molly whopped um, yeah because last game if if folks don't remember and I wasn't there um, I was in I think I was in Vegas for that one um, yeah that, that but it was a it was a Thursday night and we went down there it was a home and away series and we played them and it finished three two them but it, it's at halftime down there it was two nothing us. And uh, one nothing. Uh, the second goal that we scored was on just on the other side of half. Got it. My bad. So one nothing halftime. It goes up two nothing us. We make a bunch of subs. We bring in <laughs> literally six children up from the academy and guest players, and then they score three goals in the second half. So like last game, da- down a man. By the way, they scored three goals while down a man. Oh, they got a red card in that game too. Yes. <sighs> Never change Atlanta <laughs> semi pro teams. Um, so you look at you look at that and you're like, okay, well they're going to be decent. And they they came in, they were runners up at in the NPSL. Yeah, um, they got to the finals. They were a very good team. They are. I mean, they remind me of the NPSL teams we used to play um, when we were in the NPSL with Bill some, Elliott as some, head coach. Some really good, some really good amateur players. Some some ex pros slash pros between in between contracts. Like it's a it, it's a decent group and a lot of foreign players. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like. Uh, it's different. Which is which is no shot. Like that's just no, no, no. That's exactly. Just, but it, we we we've complained on this podcast a lot. And, and if you've missed it, like you can't have 
uh, foreign players in Nisa who are on visas to play soccer right. because Nisa can't get them because Nisa's a shit show. <laughs> so that means that like in the MPSL, you could have basically unlimited amount of foreign guys, which um, we've done. Which we did. We path. used to have, when we would have 24 players, we'd have 20 foreign guys or 21 foreign guys. Like this is no, no judgment here. Like this is only to say actually like the quality of some of those players is pretty high. Yeah. I'm not saying higher than our players, but like now that we've gone pro, but in the amateur days, this was the kind of team we played a lot. You, you could argue that our and I'm just going to use back-to-back years as an example here you could argue our 2019 team was more talented than our 2020 team yes uh and in large part because of the amount of foreign players that we had correct it's and just, the, it's just a feature of the of, of the whole I mean thing. and look we tried to sign seven of those players or <laughs> yeah. six of those players and like we got visas denied so that was the beginning of the Nisa saga so anyway um take me through some of the substitutes you don't have to have minutes but some of the guys that came in later on in the game yeah so let's go back to front uh, at the towards the very very end Fabian Rodriguez gets a four minute uh plus stoppage time run out for, and there was about 12 minutes of stoppage time <laughs> even though there were only six on the um board they held up um uh what what was the other one? Uh, Marcus got got Lenny subbed came out uh, for Lenny in be honest 60, with you, sixty seventh minute. I was I was really number one. I was glad Marcus scored, um, uh, and 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 just like it's always he whenever he plays, he wants the ball in the back of the net. It was really nice to get to get one on. I'm sure what was kind of a frustrating game for him. Um, you don't think he likes getting kicked all game and elbowed in the face? Yeah, it's just well, we'll come back to that and. Uh, and the only other substitution is when uh, was when Colin went down injured, uh, which absolutely frightening. Uh, we hope he's okay. We have no information at this time. I am not feeling good about it. I, neither am I. Um, but that that was a uh, a substitution made, and it was one of the guest players, uh, Darwin Ortiz, came in for 32 minutes. Yeah. And and an interesting thing actually happened here. So we we were playing the the customary four three three that we always play. Mm-hmm. Uh, left back gets subbed out. Darwin Ortiz gets subbed in. That's left back Colin Stripling. And Darwin goes into the kind of midfield area, uh, kind of center midfield, just somewhere in there. Breezy, we didn't, we didn't change the formation. Yeah, no one just no one played left back. It was it was like the very it was just Sebastian Capajuts. It was just Sebastian, and then whatever player was anywhere near it was the definition of positional. Football. It was the definition positional of positional play. play. Like sometimes Sebastian just kind of like floats over, and they kind of build from a back three a little bit more. It was it was very classic of like 2022 CFC, where like Travis Ward like might be gone, uh, whether he's combining inside or outside, like he's just gone, mm-hmm. and Tate Robertson would kind of just sit back a little bit more. And build up so there was always kind of three prepared to be there. But like sometimes Capo would be over. Sometimes Jesus would be back as kind of a wing back. I thought we were going to a back three for a while there. But it was very clearly no. We just well, we did go to a back three. We just we just it put just a player. Like the, it wasn't the normal kind of back three you'd be accustomed to. It was just <laughs> it was, three players that happened to be playing in the back and no left back. It, it was, was it wild. Was, it was wild. Uh, there's two, but big, like it just yeah, it just didn't matter. There's two big moments in this game. Let's talk about them first. Let's talk about the missed red card. Yeah, that I mean, like that's the that, that changed the game there. So about ten minutes in, um, there's kind of there's a, there's a ball in the air um, coming over the top, and that's my recollection. Right? It's a ball over yeah. the top. Yeah. There's a little bit of a scuffle. Um, nothing crazy, just like some contact coming together. And then Marcus is out in front of the play. Looks like he might be offside. I'm not saying he was, but he looks that's kind of where the position is. And the center back just forearm checks him like he was a hockey player right in the face. I mean, just throws an elbow slash forearm right into Marcus's face, lays Marcus out. Marcus is on the ground for a little while, 
and the referee's in, I think, pretty good position to make the call. Um, he's not that far away. And, or at least I don't think he was like too far away to be able to see it. And despite his protestations and he, Marcus gets the foul in the face, goes down, stays down for a minute. And the referee comes immediately running in, you know, you know how referees, they, they calm down a situation by giving the card, right? They don't wait because a lot of times if you give the card immediately, um, if it's a red, if it's yellow, whatever it is, a lot of times that calms everybody down because like there's been justice served, right? So he comes running in to serve justice very quickly. Like, like a good referee does Like they come running into the fray and then he gives a yellow card. For what is clearly a shot to the face, malicious, like I don't. It is the definition of a red card situation, and the referee was too chicken shit to make the call. And it's also one of those things where no referee in a friendly in the tenth minute wants to give a red card. Uh, they don't want to give red cards in friendlies. Period. I'll give. I'll go one step further. It's not even about the friendly. It's about referees being too chicken to make the call. Well, I, y- yeah. In, in general. I mean, like, if, if you're... In, even in a league game, honestly, I don't think that gets called. If you're an assigner, if you're a referee assigner, and you're you're supervising this match, and, like, you're going to give a grade, which they do for friendlies and stuff like that, uh, you're going to see that moment and be like, that guy's not ready. Like, you the have... The referee. To, yeah, correct. You have to be able to... Like, you you know what's going on here. Like, like it isn't... Like, referees prepare a little bit for games. Like... You know what's going on here. You have to be willing to, to to make that call because it just it just not giving a red. And yes, the player ended up getting a second yellow card in the first half, which which and, was and got sent off. Which but is like, why we're not, not freaking out. Right, we're not annoyed but giving, not freaking out. Not giving cards when you need to, and the right color cards when you need to, sets up the rest of the game. Like it was. I mean, it's no secret. Like this isn't a league game. We don't necessarily want to be playing this game. Uh, we're doing it to fill a home date because Nisa's too inept to, you know, put a schedule together that has enough games. So we don't necessarily want to be here in the first place. We need to play the game. Guys need minutes. They need to uh, can, uh, kind of establish a rhythm and, 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 and play together a little bit more because we're heading down the home stretch. But we also not need to not get hurt. We also need to not get punched in the face. Do you think... It was disgraceful. <clears throat> Looking back on these two games, Apotheos away and Apotheos at home, do you think, with hindsight, not not saying anybody had any wrong choices to begin with, because we'd never played this team before, do you think if you could go back, you would switch this team out for a different team? Absolutely. I never want to see them again. Yeah, I agree. It's too big a risk to play a team that is going to be overly physical. Now, I will also give the the devil's advocate argument, which is iron sharpens iron, and you want to play teams that are tough. That's not... This isn't iron, though. This isn't This isn't about sharpening your football skills. No, but this was a team that's better than half the Nisa teams. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true, but, like, there, there were no stakes here. There's no consequences for getting a red card. There's no consequences for deliberately injuring an opponent. There's no consequences for any of this. By the way, you have a sweet bucket hat on. The center back who got the red card could have used that bucket hat to cover his ridiculous hairline. And I know people in glass houses, myself, shouldn't throw stones, but good Lord, that dude had lost all of his hair already. Yeah, I I don't... I would not play this team again. I certainly wouldn't play a, a home and away with them. I would have switched them out for literally a road cone. Um... Uh, 
So I wouldn't have switched him out for a road cone. But I would hope in the future we pick a team that's going to play a little bit better. Like, we played Knoxville and we played them this season. We've played two teams that are remarkably thuggish in how they play. Both of those teams were kicking players, beating up players, like, just being absolute, like, not soccer players, just, like, half MMA fights. And that is a way to get hurt in the preseason and in the end. And, like, I I do think the Iron Sharpens Iron is a part of it, right? They want tougher games, but I don't think this is the kind of games they should want. And I'm not saying they do want those, but like this is not the kind of game that we want, that the coaching staff would want, and I hope in the future we will choose games in the preseason and in the, in the regular season that maybe come from a little bit more of a mature and classy group of, I mean, they're if anybody's missed it, like their players were talking shit to us during the game. Their players were, you know, talking shit to it's other just, fans. It's just like, not professional. It's not professional. And we need to be playing, not that that part actually matters that much, but we need to be playing, um, Teams that understand that we also have jobs and that our, I mean, I mean, our players have to be able to play. I'm going to go, I'm going to go one step further on you here. And, and I realize this is going to almost be a 180 on a little bit of like CFC history and what we try to do as a club. I never want to play another amateur team in a friendly in the middle of the regular season. I'm done. Oh, I'm not. I'm, d- I'm done with it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I think you just got to pick there's, a little more carefully. There's a reason why pro teams hate playing amateur teams. There's a reason why MLS teams hate playing USL teams in the Open Cup. The the difference in level in the middle of your regular season is a recipe for getting players hurt. And I think, I mean, we're only doing this because, because NISA just puts breaks in a schedule because it doesn't compress 24 games into 24 weeks. Yep. It compresses or expands 24 games into about 34 weeks. Um, I don't think if we're in a normal, actual, real league, there is time to play these games. And, like, I hope we play amateur teams in preseason. And and I don't give a shit if they mainly have college players and can't get a team together in February. That's not my fucking problem. I don't care. Uh, but, like, these games should only be preseason games from here on out. Because the the risks is are just not worth it. So I get where you're coming from. I disagree a little bit. I just think you have to be a little more choosy about who you play. And I realize that's hard because there's not a lot of people that can get together a team. Like there's some credit to be given to Pathios to be able to get a team together at this point. And like, you know, uh, you look at us playing Metro Louisville last year, right? It's who can get a team together. By the way, we played Metro Louisville because a team in Nisa folded and we already had the date on the calendar. Oh, I'm not taking any... Don't take this as me defending Nisa. (laughs) Nisa's a a shit show. What I'm saying is I would like to see us continue to have a friendly at least once a year in the in the regular season, assuming there's a break of any kind to against amateur teams, what I would like us to see is to play an amateur team that isn't going to be um, this chippy, this physical, and and this much injury risk. Um, all right, let's jump into the goal, and then let's wrap this bad boy up. I didn't prepare three things. I don't know that you prepared three things. We'll count. I think we'll have the last thing as your as your main takeaway. Uh, take us through the goal because I know you were really excited about this. Yeah, this so this is a really good good sequence right off of the. Uh Right, coming out of right out of halftime, uh, ball comes in. I forget if it's in the air on the ground. It's probably on the ground. Knowing us, I haven't rewatched it by um, the way. So you, oh, this is this is me reliving it. I've with seen you live. I've seen one I've seen one angle. Uh, and and ball comes in to to Jesus Abara, right? Because no, it comes into Colin Stripling, uh, who's who's pushed up on the left wing from his left back position. He plays a ball inside to Jesus Abara. And they play like a, just a little one, quick one-two, 
and Colin immediately just like sends it into to Marcus, who takes one touch out of his feet and then hits it immediately uh, from there through defender's legs. Keeper had taken a step over. Keeper's not very tall, also takes a step over, and then by the time he's diving for the shot, he can't quite get there in time. Uh, I thought it was a really, really clean, quick movements, um, kind of kind of a classic CFC as as it's supposed to be goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Elliott said something to me after last game. He said one of the things that was off the other night when we tied one one, um, not one one zero zero. Um, with Flower City, he said one of the things that he felt was a little bit off was our timing. Yeah. And he said like we were a little slow on our um on kind of our, our build up, like it was kind of predictable. Yeah. And he said like you can be slow, but sometimes you gotta go bing 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 with a couple one touch passes in a row and change the tempo of the build up to, yeah. to get space. And I think this was a kind of like Yeah, the, there, there was this, there this was ch- this is that exact thing. It, it was it was really quick, uh like good first touches, clean crisp passes, uh and, and several in a row, and it was just enough to to allow allow Marcus a little bit more time to be able to settle that ball and take a shot. Uh, it, was, it was just some like some nice quality and sharpness from 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 those three players in particular that you know I, I think we lacked a little bit in the in the Flower City game. And and for one moment getting you know one goal out of there it was it was really nice. Well I love it. Um I'm I'm glad we got a goal. I'm glad it didn't finish one nothing. Obviously, I would have liked to win, and what I really would have liked to get out of this game without any injuries. But here we are. Um, the boys have now have a about a week and a half to heal up. Um, I don't honestly don't expect to see Colin back for a couple of weeks, just based on him coming off and how how gingerly he was walking. Um, but here's the thing: tease and peace to Colin. Um, if it's not broken, and I know he's going in for X-rays today. If it's not broken, you know, it, all that matters is him coming back before the end of the season. Um, we yeah. need we need him back, but we don't. We genuinely don't. We need, don't need to rush him, right? Um, Ali Jaimez, I saw him. He's getting close to being back. Ethan Corn, we've talked about, is getting close to being back. Taylor should be back around playoff time. Yeah, he's, um, he's got he's got a ways. And look, we don't know what what any of those players are going to come back as. But what we do know is that it, we've done our thing in the regular season. We need to close it out. But like we've done what we need to do. We picked up. We're still undefeated. We picked up all these points. Now we got to get healthy, play well. And get and make sure we're hot going into the playoffs. So we're playing kind of a different game. This little home stretch, we got to keep getting points and whatever else. But it's less about results and more about staying healthy, playing well. Um, and you know that starts at LA Force on the third. So I will be gone for that game. I will miss you guys. I'll be at a wedding, um, but I will I will see we'll, some of we'll you in California. You in, we'll see you at California. Uh, I I want to I want to do three things here. Go. Um, and and number one for me is going to be. Uh, some some good rotation minutes from Capazucci and from Jonathan Burke and Jung Woo So, uh, so looks like Jung Woo obviously playing ninety minutes in that game. I think you know if, if Colin is out for a little while, we're going to see a lot more of him these next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like we saw him at the beginning of the regular season, and, and he honestly he's played well. Basically every every meaningful minute he's played for CFC, he's played well. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of him, and and depth is always you know critically important, and I was thought, always going to be a part of this. I thought I thought Burke played well. Uh, he didn't see a lot of action. There's nothing he could do on the, on, on the goal that that Apotheos scored. Yeah, he's one on one. He was he was good with he was good with his feet. He was good when they pressed. That's my goalkeeper coach. Uh, <laughs> and you know, and and God forbid anything happened to Jean. Like we're gonna you know you need that backup goalkeeper ready to, ready to go. And, Absolutely. Um. And, I, and so I, I think he counted himself well, and I thought Capo did a good job as well. I'll, um, I'll point out you want you want a guy like Capo when when a when a game turns into a knife fight. Yeah, he's calm. He doesn't lose his head, but he doesn't take any shit. Like he's just got the perfect balance of of like taking care of business. And I was 
And honestly, here's another thing. Prepolitsa has really grown throughout this season emotionally. Yeah, you, um, could, you, you could have easily gotten like 16 yellows in that game if you really wanted to. If, I don't even think he got one at all. He didn't. Um, in, in, <laughs> I don't think. If this game happens three games into our season, he gets a red card. And I realize this is a guy that hasn't got a red card, but like he was kind of short-fused early on this season. And in this game, like even with all the physical play and all the dumb shit, he kept his cool, did his thing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I was very happy with how we handled this physical play. We handled it like a mature team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we handled like a mature team. Yeah, and 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 that's really good. And like, and and I think Rod said it afterwards. Like, the result doesn't matter in this. It's about just getting guys minutes and keeping them sharp and whatnot. And and that's ultimately where we were. Um, I guess my my second point is, uh, I guess I only have two points. Cool. Uh, it, it's it's the rotation matters and it's going to be important down the stretch. Uh, and the second point is like I'm done with I'm done with the amateur teams in the earlier season. I'm done. I never want to see it again. By the way, that includes half of Nisa. So three quarters of Nisa. Like, I'm just I'm just done with it. I never want to see it again. It's uh it's if they're gonna if they're gonna be respectable and and normal and take things seriously and, and play hard, but like not, not try to hurt anybody. But like yeah, not try to hurt anybody, then like cool, that's fine. But we're beneath this shit. You mean we're above this shit? We are above this shit. We were we were st- steeped in it last night. Yeah, we're we're above this. Um, it's just not acceptable, and 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 now it's becoming a liability, and I'm done. I get it. I respectfully disagree, but I, I do get where you're coming from, uh, ladies and germs. Thank you for listening. Um, we will catch up with you soon. Leave us a comment. Throw a like on this video if you wouldn't mind. Uh, it would make me happy. And uh, some some business before we actually sign off. Uh, we've got a fun interview coming for you here in, in a few days uh, that I think you you guys are going to enjoy a lot. This is probably our last recap podcast for a little bit of time you don't think we're gonna do one from the pool and uh no i think we're gonna do one from the pool in california but like it'll we'll have to like actually get to california first and it, and, and that one to be honest with you might end up being audio only uh we'll see how things go but like the, the pool recap we'll i'll see if i can figure out some tech stuff but in that one just may be audio only the youtube audience may be yeah. shit out of luck for some of those uh if we do it like we normally do it with, with a single cell phone and um and it probably won't be I, I might i might bring my uh i might bring that that microphone that i use like when we're on the road sometimes for do you, like those you might have brought that last time. I don't think I. Anyway, I don't, I don't remember. We'll, we'll but it, it it'll be it'll probably if we do one from the the pool in California, it'll be both LA Force games, and then and we'll then do San one, Diego. We'll do about San Diego when we get back. Thanks everybody for listening. Throw a, like I said, throw a, a like and a comment if you uh, if you liked the show. And I mean, we always love the questions, so the the comments on the videos are fun. Catch everybody soon. Peace. <laughs>